What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Dissect That Film, where we dissect your favorite films, film franchises, and eventually TV. I am one of your hosts, Brett Parker, and joining me are the other hosts of this future um, best podcast ever. Is exactly uh, are the amazing Dan and Aradella. Welcome back. Hello, hello, good <laughs> sir. Thank you for having us. Hello, everyone. Always, always a pleasure. We, I gotta, I gotta figure out a, a better, a better intro. Like when I'm introducing you guys, it's because you guys are a permanent part of the show. So I gotta come up with something better. I feel like I'm just trying too hard. It doesn't, it doesn't sound good. No, it's, it's fine. You'll get it, man. It's gonna come naturally. You, you right. We're not that good. What? <laughs> We're not that good. <laughs> Well, he had crap on him, dude. It's his show. He, like, invites us on. No, I'm, talk- I'm talking about us, oh, okay. not him. Oh, today we are discussing the second film in the Jurassic Park saga. We'll call this the Jurassic Park trilogy because we go from Jurassic Park to Jurassic World after Jurassic Park 3. So this is the second film in the Jurassic Park trilogy. Um, again, this was directed by the amazing Steven Spielberg. Um, who was very adamant to direct this film when it was um, pretty much pressured on, you know, the pressure was put on him to direct this movie or to get another Jurassic Park out since the first one made so much money. You know how this works. Um, Joe Johnston, uh, who directed Jurassic Park 3, actually uh, wanted to direct this one. But Steven wanted to direct this. So and uh, Joe Johnston was actually in post-production for Jumanji. And I guess he was having issues with that. So he wasn't able to do it. But because Steven Spielberg was like, no, I'm going to do this one. But three is all yours. And so that's why we got him for for Jurassic Park three. I cannot wait till we talk about Jurassic Park three. Yes. Talk about a dumpster fire of a movie. (laughs) We'll get to that. Like it. This movie was released May 23rd, 1997, almost four years after Jurassic Park. It's a good uh, time. Good gap. It's not too soon. No, 40 years. I think that's that's good. You know, you don't want to yeah. you don't want to go come out. You don't want to be like Transformers. OK, where it's like every two years and we're just getting the same thing, but worse. This was, a, again, uh, based off of when I say based for all my audio listeners, I have this in air quotes, but. For all the the people watching this on YouTube, uh, this was based on Michael Crichton's sequel novel, The Lost World, Jurassic Park. Uh, But uh, this movie really doesn't do much of adapting the book. Um, It's very it, it kind of ventures off big time. So Michael Crichton pretty much was asked by Steven Spielberg to write another novel. Steven Spielberg influenced Michael Crichton to write the second novel. So Michael, so Crichton wrote the book. Stephen took it and was going to, and they gave it to the, the writers to be like, adapt this book into the next movie. And they barely did it. They made up the, they just created their own thing, sprinkling yeah. in pieces of, uh, parts of the original Jurassic park novel and, uh, the lost world. So it's like the Resident Evil movie franchise. Exactly. But good. 
it's 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 un, it's unfortunate and now i just i really want to i just say i don't need to watch i don't need to read jurassic park i'm just i want to read the lost world i really want to see the differences and i know dan is going to oh. speak of those differences no Some i'm going them. to i'm yes. going to listen i got that beautiful book back there and someday i'm going to actually open it and read the, yeah. the pages inside you got to do both the twosies yeah that's it's a it's a double it's yeah. got both uh jurassic park and lost world here, let me let me let me bring it up close for all the, the YouTube's people. Oh, he's got pants on. My goodness. What if it's not pants? What if it's just oh, oh tits? <laughs> <laughs> so oh, it's cool. a oh, beautiful hardcover. It's got gold. Oh, <laughs> that's cool. Yeah, Bar- like so this. Barnes and Noble had uh, a bunch of different novels with these really cool covers, and there, there's no way. Look, it even has. It's so That's cool. cool. It's it's one of the probably the nicest books I own, and the font is nice and big for you know, I I when I first bought I have another copy of Jurassic Park and the Lost World in soft cover. Yeah, I got those, and they're small, so the words yes. are tiny. And I'm like, I'm yep. I'm getting older. Okay, my eyesight's still pretty good, but this is perfect for me. The the fonts the just the words. right size. Okay, that's right, dude. For our old man eyes, I understand, dude. What fell over? Uh, my my collector's edition DVD of Jurassic Park. I remember that. I used to have that this, one. Yeah. This this was released in two thousand. So this is a this is a oldie. That's a twenty one year old uh, DVD. Look at that! Look at that! I, I should have brought out with a couple of my rebores. That'd be cool. I, I own. I I mean, I own this movie probably in three different ways. I have the Jurassic Park Ultimate Trilogy on Blu-ray, and then I bought another one. I have the digital ones, too. So much. Yeah, I've got the Ultimate Trilogy as well. That's what we've watched. Uh, and I'm just like I said, just waiting for the 4K re- or 4K release of all of them after the next movie comes out and just do it that way. Exactly. You, you got it. Yeah, this movie was released four years after the original. It clocked in at two hours and nine minutes, so it was a, only a few minutes longer than the original. John Williams returned to uh, score the film. What were it you doesn't say? feel it though. It doesn't feel it. Like it feels it like like. I, but again, I I'll get into what we talk about. I have an admiration for this film, but it, it's just like the first one. It's got a good flow. Like, yeah. it just goes. The budget on this film was seventy three million dollars, so ten million. So I have to correct um, the number from the last episode. It wasn't sixty five. It was sixty three estimated it's always it's always an estimate i got excited (laughs) when i saw the number (laughs) whatever that's cool i'm i'm fixing my mistake here this one had a budget of 73 million which is 10 million more than jurassic park and the box office came in at about 618.6 million dollars so about 300 mil less than what jurassic park brought in but it's a sequel and it's so and that's a lot of money for a sequel this movie, when it comes to the fan, the like fans of this movie, it is very torn in half. You have people who love this movie, like me and Dan and Ara. Ara, do you like this film? No, I did. No. All right. <laughs> so, and then there are people who hate this film, and they put it on like when they when you rank Jurassic Park and the Jurassic World movies together, a lot of people have this on the bottom. Like this in Jurassic Park 3, a lot of people have right. that on the bottom of their list. 
That's like those people in anti in like flat earthers. And yeah, it's like the same. God, I used to work with a guy who hated this. The third one was actually his favorite. Oh my god! <laughs> what? what? Oh, it's like the black. It's like what negative reality is he from? This. <laughs> Listen, Jurassic Park 3, which we will get to in the next episode, I have my my great memories of that movie, but yes, that movie is not very good. But we will get into detail about our dislikes of that movie in the next episode. Parker's just giving you the tip right now. Yes. We got we got to do that. <laughs> I love you, wife. Oh, it's man. It's all for your reaction, so I promise. Uh, it earned an Academy Award nomination for Best Visual Effects, uh, which is... Awesome. They are so. Oh, your video has exploded, Parker. Did oh, it? There it goes. We're good. Did it? Yeah, oh, we're okay. good now. As long as my re- as long as my side recording is fine, it's okay. Yeah, as long as I can still hear you, even if the even if the camera freezes. Listen, well, I'm not putting out some high quality like visuals here for people who are watching it on YouTube. Like you just got to deal with it. Okay. I, I don't I don't have lots of money. Someday I'll get a nicer camera, but it's it's when you don't live in the same town and you can't do the podcast in the same room, this is what you get. All right. We got to do this over discord. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, they listen, they get, they get what they pay for. Exactly. Nothing. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, go ahead. Uh, it became the uh, highest grossing film uh, opening weekend. Uh, and it held that record until Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone came out in 2001. Oh, that's, so that's a pretty good run four years, which is pretty crazy because this is the same year that Titanic came out. So, of course, this yeah. is why it was the second highest grossing film in 1997, because Titanic was number one. <laughs> this is the better boat movie, though. Um, it has a boat. Isn't it. that crazy, though, that the this is the same year Titanic came out and Titanic shattered every record ever. And Jurassic Park was or Lost World was still able to pull in almost seven hundred million dollars. Right? That's insane. That's against a tough competition. Dan, since this is a, uh, this is, you know, you love this movie. What is the tagline for this film? I don't know. Oh, wait, hold on. Actually, hold on. Give me a minute. I don't remember. I really don't. Something has survived. Okay, fair enough. Okay. But this doesn't make any sense. It's like implying something died. I think it's it's more of a fact like so taglines are created before the film is released so because yeah people didn't know what the plot was and that oh guess what we're not on the same island as as uh Jurassic Park they you know it was a good way of oh oh my god more dinosaurs actually I didn't I didn't even realize that was the tagline I love this movie I had no idea it was a tagline at all this is actually the one one Jurassic Park film I did not see in theaters I I was five when this came out and i remember watching it at my grandma's she had it on vhs like i said in the last yep. episode she had an awesome like little card thing that came with it and my grandma bought uh, like new movies would come out. i saw i saw movies as a kid that i shouldn't have seen as a kid like i watched oh, gladiator when i was like seven. Oh, oh so no good, that, that's not true because gladiator came out in 2000 so i would have been nine so I and I and she and my grandma, we're going off on a tangent here. If you have ever listened, I started high school in 2000. <laughs> mm-hmm. Me too. If you've ever listened to the show, 
there's times where we don't talk about the movie we're actually here to review. We just go off on something, but we're going to talk about Gladiator real quick. Uh, my grandma had a Gladiator VHS signed by Russell Crowe. Oh! That's, cool. That's where I started. That was the movie that made me appreciate uh, Joaquin Phoenix. Yes. He, he's fantastic. Oh, he's so good. He's so good. good Ridley, dude, dude. Ridley Scott. Well, someday. Someday we'll talk more about Gladiator. Love it. Uh, Jeff Goldblum is back as Dr. Ian Malcolm. Uh, Julianne Moore is in this. I love her. Uh, she yep. is fan. I, I, mean, I don't know if I've seen a movie where I'm like, man, Julianne Moore, not very good. No, I think this is the same year that Boogie Nights came out, ah, which is yes. crazy. Uh, Pete and one of the best actors in this movie is Pete uh, Postlewaite who plays uh, the big game hunter, the guy who hunts oh, the, the uh, T-Rex. We just talked about Roland. Roland, Roland. yes. Yep. Um, Roland is awesome. And then Arliss Howard playing the just scummy, scummy, uh, what was his name? He's the nephew. Yes. Ludlow. 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 Peter Ludlow. Yes. Oh, Penis God. Ludlow. He's the worst. Let's see. We got some trivia here. Thank you, IMDb. In it. And this was the first movie I remember seeing. Uh, what's his name in? Um, played uh, Nick Van Owen. Oh, Vince Vaughn. Vince Vaughn, yes. Yeah. First movie I remember seeing him in was this one. So since we're talking about Vince Vaughn, uh, director Steven Spielberg had to attend an early screening of Swingers, which came out the year before, uh, in order to give approval for the, for the use of the Jaws theme in the movie. Really? And he was so impressed with Vince Vaughn that he offered him a part in the movie. Nice, GG. He so, used Van Owen, that, the Nick Van Owen. Yeah, because because uh, Swingers is Van Owen. Mm-hmm. Swingers was the movie that kind of put Vince Vaughn like out there. Him and yeah. uh, uh, John Favreau, because that that yeah. they were in that together. Um, yep. Yep. Yeah. Julianne Moore admitted that she did this movie to pay off a divorce settlement, and she wanted to work with Steven Spielberg. So hey. Two birds, one stone. Exactly. Uh, Steven Spielberg took a rare sabbatical after having two hits in the same year with Jurassic Park and Schindler's List, uh, and he didn't return to directing until this movie. Good for him. He didn't need to. He had too much bank. <laughs> what am I going to do with all this money? I completely forgot that both Jurassic Park and Schindler's List came out in 93. I thought it was Jurassic Park in 93 and then Schindler's List the next year. But no, they came out the same year. Which is crazy, and they were both box office like they just destroyed the box office. Steven Spielberg owned 1993. That was his year, and and it's crazy because those two movies are completely vast. You couldn't even you wouldn't even know like if you didn't look into it. There's no way you'd been like, man, that definitely was a Steven Spielberg movie. Like either one, like you go from Jurassic Park to it's it's wild. Schindler's List, I recommend that too. Fantastic film. I've never seen definitely. It's 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 kind of a slow it's kind of a slow crawl, but man, Liam Neeson, Ray Fines. I know what it's about. Black and white. There you go. Love that look. Artsy baby. Jeff Goldblum received a W one sixty three, which is a which was the model of the Mercedes that they drive. Yep. Uh, as a result of the tie-in and two and as of 2011 it was still he was still using it as his personal vehicle good 
Good. Got some miles on it. That's yeah. right. In the early drafts of the script, Lex and Tim were kept for much longer, even had the kids going back to the park and encountering the, encountering the dinosaurs again. Ooh, that would have been interesting. Right? So, yeah, we talked about Joe Johnston wanting to direct it, but he eventually got uh, JP3, which, boy, oh, boy, can't wait to talk more about that. So the one of the writers of the I, I don't remember what the writer's name was, but one of the writers, uh, he got a note um, that somebody had pinned onto his desk that pretty much stated this one needs more. Like it was more of like, I don't want to wait as long to see a dinosaur in this one. Yeah. And so Steven Spielberg pretty much when he it, it, there's like 50 percent more dinosaurs in this movie than in the original Jurassic Park. That's a good thing. I like dinosaurs. I do too, but I love maybe because I'm, you know, Jaws is being my favorite movie and the way that Jaws didn't show you the creature for so long. Or the original Jurassic Park. Or the original Jurassic Park. Yeah, exactly. I love that, you know, you don't get it. You you get a glimpse here and there. What? What are we pointing at? Oh, I thought it was something crawling around. Oh, okay. It's okay. It's just the ghost. Yeah, it happens. Oh, man. Gary Oldman was offered the role of Peter Ludlow, but it turned it down due to scheduling conflicts. Oh, imagine that. He would have been great. Imagine that. That would have been fantastic. I'm about to tell my buddy that. He loves Gary Oldman. Oh, that would have been fantastic. I would have loved it. Uh, The the great thing is, is the, uh, you you notice like the, when the bus crashes at the movie store in the scene where the T-Rex is in the city and they have all the, the, it's actual movies that certain actors were in. It was like uh, Robin Williams and Jack and the Bainstocks, but it was yeah, it was supposed she, to be Jack, which was a, a Francis Ford Coppola movie that he was in. Yeah, and there was uh, was it King Lear? Yeah, Arnold, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Schwarzenegger. <laughs> and and it, oh, what was the last Hanks one? Was oh, Tom Hanks was in Tsunami Sunrise. That's it. That's it. <laughs> uh, the five. Oh, so, so as you may know uh, this movie takes place on a different island than in Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park took place on Isla Nublar, um, which will make a return in later movies. But this one takes place on Isla Sorna, which is site B. Uh, there are five islands in the Los, Cint- uh, Los Cinco Muertes, uh, which is Isla. I'm going to I'm sorry. I apologize uh, for messing these up, uh, but I'm not good at Spanish. People are preparing to cast their stones. Yep. Isla uh, Matanceros, Isla Muerta, Isla Sorna, Isla Tacano, and Isla Pena. Uh, Isla Nublar, not actually part of that island chain. Really? Yep. And if you ever play the Jurassic World Evolution game, (laughs) which is kind of like Zoo Tycoon, but Jurassic Park. Yep, yep. They actually, I don't know if it was on purpose, but when uh, you can actually be part you can actually make parks on every single island and that one is in isla nublar is like on its own thing where every other island is kind of mm-hmm. together so i don't know if that was a subtle thing that people maybe picked up on no i didn't i completely missed that so wow. so as of 2016 which actually this wouldn't this uh trivia fact would not make sense now because i actually know that no, never mind. As of 2016, this is the only sequel that uh, Steven Spielberg has done that is not related to the Indiana Jones <laughs> series. So another one we haven't watched. Mm. So 
before we get to the plot. What did we think of the Lost World Jurassic Park? I liked it. Uh, not as much as the first one, but, you know, it was definitely. But I liked it. Just stop. I'm not doing anything. Anyway, this is what it's like to be married, folks. Yes, <laughs> for anyone who's listening, for <laughs> uh, they, they are, yeah, Dan, and if you're just a listener to this show, uh, Dan and Ara are uh, husband and wife, so they live together, and so they're messing with each other. I, I'm, I'm all by myself over here. <laughs> right? I can't, right? I can't. Well, you just gotta get, you just gotta get your wife in here, dude. Yeah, uh, she's very, very pregnant and just wants to kill everything. She wants, everyone. she's, she's waiting for this to be over. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Um, I are you done? Did you? I don't want to interrupt yep. you. If you think I'm okay, Dan. That seemed really judgmental. Anyway, <laughs> uh, I adore this movie. I love it. it. It's actually I love the first one. Again, totally separate thing. But this is a personal favorite of mine. I've seen this one more probably than I have the original Jurassic Park. Um, as I said when I was little, this is the only one I didn't see in theaters. I have no idea how I missed this. All I remember was I was younger. I'd buy. Jurassic Park toys, and I remember seeing Lost World toys, and then not realizing because they had a few spinoff Jurassic Park toys before they did like a sequel movie, right? And like I just thought it was another spinoff. I had no clue. I have no idea. I had no idea this was thing until my we were at my grandparents, and they were my grandma was watching Jurassic Park on Lost World Jurassic Park on VHS. I was like, how the heck did I miss this? So that my experience is entirely off the big screen, which is weird. Again, as it being my favorite. Um, it's got a lot of my favorite characters, a um, lot more dino action. It, I just, I mean, it, it's less, much less scary of a movie. I will say suspenseful. Right. It's a lot more action packed. Yes, yes. But I love it. 100%. I also say 10 out of 10, even though it's really not as good as the original. 10 out of 10. <laughs> yeah, I love this movie. Uh, I have. I think the as much as I will say my negative thoughts on JP three next week, uh, the trilogy, the original trilogy of Jurassic Park films, I, I've seen them all so many times, and even though certain ones have flaws, like listen, Jurassic Park had its flaws, this definitely has flaws, and then JP three has got a lot of flaws, but for some reason I still enjoy watching them all. Like if Jurassic Park three is on the TV, I'm probably gonna sit there and watch it because I'm I, I don't care. It's yeah, it's always right. a good time as long as it entertains me, uh, even if it's bad. Are you not entertained? Are, Are you, you not, not entertained? <laughs> back to the Gladiator. Back to Gladiator. Yeah, exactly. It just you, comes right you. around, right back around. I'll be. I love this film. I love Jeff Goldblum. I love the supporting cast. Even though yeah. I hate that they like just disappear in the second half of the movie. Uh, or the, right? the part where they go to San Diego. I don't like that. Like, like Nick, uh, Nick Van Owen. I, this is, uh, to be honest, I love Vince Vaughn in this role. Like the fact yeah. that he's, he still has some comedic f- chops, you know, he's still throwing some, some funny <laughs> lines here and there, but it's not, this isn't a comedy and he's no, no, taking this all. job very seriously. And he's a very smart guy. Uh, and he, I think he blends well with everybody else. Oh yeah, Julianne Moore. I talked about her before. She's fantastic, and the guy who played hmm, Eddie, I like him Eddie too. Carr. Eddie Carr. Yeah. Eddie, yeah. Eddie Carr is so good. A, a, a character who I was actually sad about when uh, he gets he gets whacked in this one, but uh, probably the coolest death when it comes to the oh, dinosaurs yeah. in this movie uh, was by, from much. Eddie. 
R.I.P. Eddie. The actor's still alive. I've just talked about the character. I love yeah, him. Yes. Well, I love him more because I watch, he's in uh, The Good Doctor. Yes. And I yeah, love yeah, that yeah. show. And I was like, wait a minute. He looks familiar. Yep. It's because it's he's, he's very gray now. Yes, so he, he looks, is. He looks he vastly different. Gray. It's just like uh, Jeff Goldblum. You know, he's, yes. he's a very gray he's man, but he's gray. still yeah. he's still yeah. a very attractive man. Yep, I said it. I don't care. <laughs> uh, all right, here we here we go. Are we ready for the plot? Plot. The body is ready. Plot. Plot. So this movie opens with the really cool, like the pretty pretty similar to the opening of Jurassic Park, where you get the kind of the the the, the drums and everything with the yes the title card. The Lost World, Jurassic Park. We open on an island. Does it say it's Isla Sorna? No, in this opening says, scene? I don't I don't think it does. I don't think it does. Does it? Do you have a note? I don't think it I does. don't so believe I so, but anybody page. anybody in the comments want to drop that and tell me if they uh if it if it did, I don't remember. So we open it up on a, on an island and there's a, a beautiful yacht docked on the beach. And we have a, a rich British family just camping out, just having a good time, picnicking on this island. They have no idea where they are. There's the, either they know where they are, and they're just like, "Cool, we're gonna we're gonna vacation on this Dino Island," or they're just completely oblivious. I don't think they knew. I think they're just like, "Oh, here's a nice looking island. Let's just oh, this sand is pretty. Let's stop." Yeah, here. we've got money. Ha ha ha. Their young daughter ventures away with her food. Uh, she uh, is played by Camilla Bell. Uh, Camilla Bell was in the when the when is it, when a stranger calls remake from like early two thousands. It was a remake of a horror movie. Uh, she's been she's been in she's been in other things too. Um, I think she's also a model. Oh, like. okay, well, that's fair. Right there. She was in Ten Thousand oh. BC, Practical Magic, Push, uh, which had Chris Evans in it. Oh, she was in Practical Magic. Oh, you would like that. I do like that movie. <laughs> she, yeah. So yeah, that's who that is. <laughs> and we move on. Uh, she ventures out with her food and she encounters a compi. Uh, is, it, is it pronounced comp synopsis? It's comp synopsis. Okay. I'm just going to call it a compi. That's what they all say in these movies because let's not keep Un repeating this name. <laughs> There's a fun fact about the name because I love doing this. So in in the later in the movie, this is not spoil anything. Later in the movie, uh, what's his name? What's his name in this movie? It's it's not Bacher because that's what it's based on. It's something else they call him. The the, the paleontologist. Burke. That's Burke. It's yes, Burke. Burke. It's it's based on Bacher. Oh, Bayley, <laughs> real guy. Because you told appearance me. everything. But anyway, uh, he refers to the compy later as Compsognathus Triassicus. Uh, it's not what it really is in real life. It's actually an homage because real compies are comp compsognathus uh, longipes, and then there's a procompsognathus, which is a different animal, triassicus. So they blend those two animals together to get the one on screen, and they just borrowed both parts of the name. Ridiculous paleobiology fact, but I just figured it's worth mentioning. So compies make their first appearance in this movie, and they make an appearance, I think, in every movie after two. Like it's they made their first appearance in the beginning of this, and I think they they were they show up in Jurassic Park three. I know they show up yep. in Jurassic World, and th I think Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom is the only one I don't remember. 
if they showed up in. They're also in the original novel. I, I like, yeah, I don't know. I, I, like I said, I have never read all of Jurassic Park, uh, and it's been a long time since I even read half of that book. So, and I never well, even I will, touched Lost World. So, well, once we get done with this beginning scene, I've got something about that as well. Okay. The daughter wanders off. She runs into a compy, uh, and it's just one. So she's like, "Oh, it's cute." I'm going to feed you some food. So she feeds it food. And what happens? Oh, they just swarm. And she is trying to get away. She's trying. She's pretty much trying to give away all of her food. But the compies are not after the food she's holding. They want her. Uh, And you get you get it. You get the shot where it's on the parents. They hear her scream. They all run. And then you get the scene of the mother screaming. And then it turns and immediately is switches over to Jeff Goldblum yawning. <laughs> and because Jeff Jeff Goldblum was actually eating their daughter. <laughs> yeah. And so what was happening? But it's a fun fact, fun fact about the original novel. Um it actually the original novel starts with in somewhere in Central or South America. Um rumors of um people getting attacked by reptiles. And it's actually what happens is is compies are actually getting off the island on boats in the original book. And compies attack villagers. They uh, one of them there's a scene where they refer a very ghastly scene where they refer to one eating an infant child in the novel. And then and then this scene with the little girl is actually in the original Jurassic Park novel. Wow. And reuse in this film. So we then go to, so it's Jeff, uh, it's Ian Malcolm. Sorry, I'm, I could try to use their character names, not their actor names. Uh, yeah. we, we, <laughs> I like the cut, though, where it's the mother screaming frantically yeah. and then it turns yeah. to uh, him yawning, waiting for a train. He hops on the train. He's sitting there and then he got some weirdo who notices who he is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're, the guy. Like, you're the guy. You're the, you're the dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> this guy this guy sucks get out of here dude and and he's talking to he was just having a stupid conversation pretty much you're the dinosaur guy right like you're you know we heard what happened i know what happened type deal and then we then cut to uh, malcolm knocking on the door to a mansion he gets the butler answers the door and the butler i believe this is the same guy who was in Ace Ventura when nature calls. Is it really? I believe he was in that. And no one couldn't tell you what his character's name was, and I don't (laughs) know his character's name in this movie. All I know is that he is John Hammond's butler. This is John Hammond's mansion. You know, Malcolm is pretty much, you know, is coming to see Hammond, and he runs into Tim and Lex, and they are a lot bigger now. It has been four years since the everything that happened at the park. I like how they kept the time frame, you know, the actual time between the first you know the first movie in this which i yep. you know i love that uh and they have their they have a conversation they i guess i guess malcolm and the kids are he's like an uncle now the way that they act around him but then yeah, we yeah, meet yeah. hammond's douchey nephew peter ludlow he is the ceo he's the appointed ceo of ingen because john hammond after the events of jurassic park pretty much was yoinked out of ingen uh, well, not really completely, but he pretty much had to step down as the CEO. Ludlow is having to deal with all of the pretty much the aftermath of Jurassic Park. And yep. Malcolm is pissed because of, at first he lied about how many people died on, on the island. 
He said it was only three, but it was actually four. Uh, and then, yeah, they have their thing about, you know, because Malcolm had to sign an NDA that he wouldn't go yeah. yapping about everything that happened. He can't write about it. He pretty much has to ignore anything that that whole event never, you know, that never happened. Yeah, yeah. He goes up. They have their thing. Then Malcolm meets with Hammond, and Hammond is back on his freaking train of being a psychopath. He's like, "There's another. There's another island." And he's like, "What? <laughs> another island?" He's like, "Yeah, we pretty much made this island as the breeding ground for all the dinosaurs. And what we would do is we would just go to the island, we'd pick them out, and we would throw them on the. We were going to take those dinosaurs and we put them on the uh, in the park." That was where we uh, everything was. And then in later films, there's another dinosaur that shows up that you go, where the fuck this guy come from? And where? why wasn't he in this movie? <laughs> this wasn't on engine's list. Oh, they God. Explain that. We'll, we'll explain that. We'll get to it. But it still confuses the shit out of me. <laughs> he talks about how they want to um, pretty much go and, and study the, the, the dinosaurs on the island and he wants to he's got a team going and he's like well i'm not doing it i'm not going back i'm not doing any of this anymore yep. and he's like well what well how about i tell you that your girlfriend's there and he's like what sarah's <laughs> there and he's like yeah sorry i probably should have told you but i didn't because i knew you wouldn't go <laughs> unless i told you she was there and she is there i uh, look you know god damn it sucks i love richard Attenborough, and he plays this role so well but man Hammond sucks. Yeah. <laughs> he is a he greedy. Is what he is. He's not even like he's a sick he's a, like a sickly old man now and he's still just he's insane. Capitalist and naturalist in just four yeah. years. Yep. So pretty much Ludlow. So Which what we were funny. talking about. Yeah. <laughs> what we were talking about before with Ludlow, he pretty much used the incident on Jurassic Park to overthrow his uh his uncle. Like and, and, and and lastly it was it was lastly the um um, they said in the movie that it was when the little girl was attacked by the compies on the island. Yeah. That's when they ultimately like, okay, you're done, Hammond. Yeah, we're taking over. Lestro. So yep. yeah, so InGen has cloning sites on all of the different islands, but you don't ever hear about any of the other ones other than Nublar and Sorna. Sorna was the breeding ground, like we had stated before. They had cloned the dinosaurs there, and then when the hurricane hit in Jurassic Park, it also hit the other island, which then they had to. F- free all the dinosaurs so yep. that's why the dinosaurs are are running around in this movie yeah of course ludlow he wants to exploit the island's creatures he wants to pretty much save ingen because they are going bankrupt because they had to pay a lot of money for all the dead people liability so, yeah but i do not i don't know if hammond does hammond know that ludlow is, go, is doing this he knows something's up because he tries to get him there first right but later. he doesn't tell anybody on the team that that's what's going on, that there's something going on. He just pretty much is like, we want you there to, we want you to document the dinosaurs in their natural habitat, blah, blah, blah. But in reality, we want you to go there and try to stop Ludlow from doing what, whatever he's going to do, which is that was stealing the dinosaurs. That's what he said. Nick, Nick later says, Hey, Hammond thought this might happen. He thought we'd get out before they'd get here. But if not, he sent me blah 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 that whole thing. Right. Had a backup plan. It was the backup. Yeah, had a backup plan. It was the backup. What backup plan? On backup plan. Yeah. But backing up to to when um, Malcolm and Ludlow are talking, if you don't know he's an asshole, you do when he makes the comment. Uh, this suit costs more than your education. 
Yeah. He's, yeah. He, oh, he is a piece of shit. And Arliss Howard, who plays him, does a very good job of yeah. being an asshole. Yeah, he does. So since hearing that Sarah is there, <laughs> Ian's got to go. And so he meets up with Eddie Carr, who is an equipment specialist, and we meet engineer Nick Van Owen, who is played yes. by Vince Vaughn. He's also, oh, wait, no, sorry. Eddie Carr is an equipment specialist and engineer. Nick Van Owen is a video documentarian and activist. Yes. Uh, they find, or uh, the also, we also meet Malcolm's daughter, Kelly, yep. uh, who I believe in, or from what I read is that in the book, she was not Malcolm's daughter. She was just a girl that uh, she was meeting another doctor. It was like her idol with a friend. And yep. she was, and so there was Kelly and her friend. I don't remember what her friend's name was, but Kelly was white and the friend was black. That really yeah. makes a difference. But Kelly in the movie is black. And yeah, so, and then these two characters are going to meet a doctor who's not even in the movie. Like he's not even, he was just in the book. So uh, we then, so Kelly and Malcolm, they have a really awkward interaction with each other because pretty much Malcolm is a non-existent father. He's not really around for Kelly and... Uh, I guess Kelly was a really good gymnast and she stopped doing it because what's the point? I don't, I don't enjoy it because I feel like no one's there for me. Yep. And he's like, well, and, I gotta uh, go. I gotta go. I'm not going to tell you where I'm going, but I gotta go. And that's, that's the end of that. Yep. We go on the boat, uh, heading towards East Sorna, uh, and the boat captain is like, this is as far as I go because that is the devil Island, which I, I love that. I love where the guys speak Spanish to Nick and he's like, yeah, this is a, the, is it called the, is that what he calls it? The devil Island? Yeah. Let's think Martis. Yeah. No, and Nick's like, huh? let's think of Martis. Yes. But Nick's like, let's think Martis. Yeah. And yeah, they're like, what? Yeah. what he oh yeah. The five, the five deaths. We get to the islands and they are venturing through. We got Nick, uh, Nick, Eddie and Ian are venturing through this thick jungle which is crazy that they're just nonchalantly walking through a jungle where there's dinosaurs. Like, we don't know what dinosaurs are around. Sarah. Well, they, they do have a good idea based on the... I'm sure they have the... Oh, that's right. They have a map of the territories of where yeah. every dinosaur... Right, okay. So, scratch what I just said. Well, there could be... Some, but you're still not wrong because predatory dinosaurs would have to overlap into other dinosaurs' territory to hunt. Because yeah. those dinosaurs would know the predatory dinosaurs' domain probably smart enough to stay out yeah <laughs> so as they're venturing around nick is taking pictures and that's when sarah sneaks up behind him and scares the shit out of him sarah, how many sarah, oh and they got on this yeah, island yeah, i love that <laughs> they're both calling for sarah and nick calls for sarah harding and he's like yeah what <laughs> how many sarahs do you think are on this island Oh, so, so great. And I was quoting this movie a lot. I'm sorry. I love this movie. The quotes <laughs> from this movie are so great, dude. So we we meet Sarah, played by Julianne Moore. Mm -hmm. uh, is she related to the Dr. Harding from the first movie? Nobody knows. She then know. ventures. Well, she tells uh, Ian pretty much like, listen, dude, like I'm an adult. I can do what I want. Like, I don't need you to protect me. I'm a, I'm a big girl. And that's yep. when Ian's like, yeah, maybe not so much. It's kind of a dick. They get to, uh, they they run into a herd of stegosauruses, and she is pretty much there to take pictures and to document them and see how they interact. And guess what? There's a baby, and I love it when she goes. She's gonna go up, and he's like, "No, no, don't don't go up there." 
And then she's got a touch. She got it. She's got a. She's got a touch. Like what? Can't not touch. touch. She can't can't not touch. touch. (laughs) And it's great. You get the. You get the practical effects. You get the the amazing work by Stan Winston on the Mm -hmm. the baby Stego. So good. And I love the calls. Like it's like it like moves. She takes a picture and guess what? It's 1997. So there is no digital cameras. It's all analog. So she runs out of film and it just starts freaking out, which freaks out the baby, which then freaks out the adults. And we get a good scene where the pretty much these stegos are just trampling everything. I love it when she crawls into the log and the stego flips its tail and smashes the spike through the log. Yeah, that's great. And then they all and then they run off. Deuces. Yeah, we get back to is there an interaction between them before we get back to the trucks yeah they, they're, they're talking because uh, she says uh i know you want to be a white knight yeah it's great that you came in here on a white uh, on a white horse yeah. sometimes i need you to show up in a cab yeah. um <laughs> and then they talk about like because this is where like eddie carr and nick van owen are kind of like taking everything in he's like you might as well just you know cancel the awards give me the Pulitzer prize thank you for everybody that entered he tries to lie to her cigarette and said, hey, don't do that. It's that whole interaction about like how she's like, all right, we're trying to stay as like make as least of an, little of an, on this impact as possible. These guys are taking all the coolness. Uh, Ian's like, dude, this place sucks. We need to leave. <laughs> yeah. And then, yeah. It's like I, I, I was I, I was on an island like this before and it didn't go so well for me. Yeah. And right. She, right. And, she, and she's trying to like she's <laughs> she's all hyped up and excited. She's talking about different dinosaurs like the t- she was saying some facts about the T-Rex and all that. And yeah. the Indians back there like, I don't care. I don't care. Yeah, I, don't care. I, just wanna, like, I don't care. I just want to get out of here to get back to their vehicles. They have a couple trucks and then or SUVs. And then they have this big giant trailer. Their fight, you know, Ian and Sarah are still fighting. And then Ian storms off and he goes into the trailer. And who does he find? But his daughter, Kelly. But why did they go back to the truck? Oh, because there was a fire. Yes. Yes. Yes, there was a fire, and so they had to go take she put the fire to out. Make them food. Yep. And Ian is like, "You gotta be shitting me." The one person I more than Sarah that I didn't want on this island, <laughs> and you're here now. You told me to come. And he's like, well, I, "I never that. said that." <laughs> That's such a teenager thing. Dude. So great. She's just and it's great because. <laughs> he's telling her to stay or no, he tells her to go. And then she's about to get out of the, uh, the trailer. She's like, no, 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 don't go out there. It's dangerous out there. Don't go out there. <laughs> like, what is it? Tall- this is tall talk. Tall talk. There was, was a height requirement for conversation. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. We then go outside and we see helicopters flying in the distance. And what do we see? As we look through the binoculars, they say engine. <laughs> And he looks in the binoculars the wrong way. They're he really? He, yes, I've never seen this. He, I to watch it twice. I'm like, did he really just look at him? Oh man! The bottom of the binoculars. Oh man! I have to find yeah. some way to edit this clip into this into the show. Thank oh, God, dude, it's glorious. Thank God, I have some time. Him, <laughs> he grabs him from Eddie. And Eddie has him right, but when he grabs him, he just puts him up. Oh, that's the wrong so. Way. That's great. So yeah, he see that's we great. see some engine helicopters flying, uh, flying by, and that's when uh, Eddie's like, uh, I don't remember there any talks about this happening. No one knows except for Nick, of course. That this he doesn't is, divulge this is all. that yet. No, 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 no. He doesn't tell anybody, but we all know later on that he is the only one who knows what's really why they're really there. Yeah. 
we meet uh we then get the 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 chase scenes right is this where we get our first like driving scene where they're like driving in between the dinosaurs and Mm -hmm. i'm not going to name all the dinosaurs if dan wants to name all the dinosaurs we see go for it because i can't remember them all four or five i remember there's um pachycelophosaurus which is the fire tux parasaurolophus which is elvis elvis um, there is a, the long necked sauropods are, I'm, I want to say they're Mementisaurus. Oh, I don't think No, so. they don't, they don't give them a name. They're too big to capture anyway. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure there's some trikes in that scene. Stegosaurus and possibly, uh, Gallimimus maybe. I, I yeah, I believe I, I think remember seeing that. Uh, we yeah. meet, well, we see Ludlow again and we meet Roland Tembo and a, uh, Ajay Sindhu. Um, the one thing I don't appreciate in this movie, this was something that I was that I believe the actor who played Ajay is not actually Indian. He was a white guy that they pretty much did like brown face on. Oh, yeah. I did not know. So that. I don't. I, that's 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 a no. That's a no no. I, I just want to state that that's not cool. But we meet those characters, no and then we meet uh, Roland second in command, Dieter Stark, and paleontologist Robert mm-hmm. Burke. Yeah. So Dieter Stark was played by one of uh, by someone we have talked about on the show, not with Dan yeah. and Ara, but with uh, my brother, uh, Peter Stormare. Oh, the last time we talked about him, it was Bad Boys Two. He's um, always a villain. Almost always. always. A villain. I, I wouldn't know if he. Do you consider him a villain in this movie? I mean, I guess he's worked for the bad guy. He's just a dick. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Peter Stormare plays a great douchebag. This, oh like, yeah. a very hateable character i love though when they're driving and roland is trying to figure out the dinosaur he's looking through the face like yeah. the one with the pompadour the the elvis elvis <laughs> so good i yeah. love and then they got the the one vehicle that's got like the retractable like fork that goes in front of it with like yeah. the big yeah. the airbags yeah yeah Boy, it's, this so is it's just fantastic. the way to sell some toys right there <laughs> kind of sad though the one the one yeah. that um the Oh, the one that he shoots the really long gun out the side, like it's sh- he's like oh it, oh you, that's that's the little the, there's the regular little jeeps they have. He shoots that uh, Parasaurolophus. Yeah. Uh, Dieter does because Dieter and Carter. Like, yeah, with the little the little car that scoots out, out the side, and the yeah, one where they I did the, I think the saddest the saddest one was definitely the one they had they had one the rope around its neck. And then one around another part of its body, and then they had one wrapped around its leg, and then they just pull and it just yes. freaking just smashes on the ground. Yeah. Like this is sad. But Horrible. then you got the but then you got the Friar Tuck dinosaurs freaking yeah. blast through the door. The guy through the door and he flies yeah. off the other side. So That's good. Great. So it's as so this good. all is happening, it's all sad. Uh, we see our main cast of characters uh, sitting on top of a cliff, watching over. And we we'll kind of get a, a scene later in the series that's kind of reminiscent to to this i'm not gonna Jurassic s- world i'm not gonna state what okay yeah no, well, I'll just, sorry yes there is a scene that's why i said there was a scene in a future movie that is similar okay. well, to this to that's where we have to scene. keep going dan Who you don't say the movie future spoilers we try not to have future oh, spoilers here on this show but sometimes it happens and yeah and then yeah, we get uh, and then we get him so yeah we and then we meet robert burke who is the paleontologist who is i I guess the the backer like character, the one that they yep. uh, Tim speaks about in the in the first one. Mm-hmm. He's the one who explains. He's the one who's watching over the the Friar Tuck and talking about the the skull, and that's when it hits the guy in the vehicle. I love that. Yep. And he has stuff. 
Yeah, we'll talk about more about him later. <clears throat> so Malcolm's group realizes that Ludlow and Injun are planning to take the captured specimens back to the mainland uh, to an un- unfinished Jurassic Park attraction. Yep. In San Diego. <laughs> and which was originally created by Hammond. Uh, but yep. then he decided, I'm going to spend a lot of money, buy an island, and create this big old park. So it was abandoned. So it was something that was already had been built by Hammond, and Ludlow is just going to take it over and, and save. He's trying to save the company in very greedy ways. Yeah, see, Hammond just wanted to spare no expense. That's all it exactly. was. We then uh, have the group go down to the campsite where Ludlow was giving a presentation about... Uh, oh, wait. Is there, do we get the Roland scene where he goes into yes, him T-Rex and Ajay first. are, right. That's before that. Good old, good old Wikipedia just cutting a bunch of stuff out of their plots. Those, <laughs> Those bastards. This is what happens when you actually didn't watch the movie before the show. Good on me. So yeah, we give uh, uh, Ajay and uh, Roland, my Lord, uh, they are camping in a tree. They're setting a trap there. Uh, Roland is there for the big buck. He is there for the T-Rex. He wants the Roland. Bull. Yes. Where are you going? To collect my fee, Mr. Ludlow, to collect my fee. Yes. He, oh, by the way, the gun, I don't know the specific make, but it's a 500 Nitro Express. It's used specifically for hunting elephants. I just want to let you guys know that's a I'm... ridiculous cartridge. The perfect weapon, you then. Need something if you're large. Gonna be, if you're going to be hunting a T-Rex. Right? Probably still wouldn't take it down. Shot placement. So you said something really cool though about yeah, I will, the scene with the what when you when you get a little bit well, there's actually two for what the scene we're coming Maybe. up to. Yeah. So yeah, so the, the group decides we're gonna break all these dinosaurs out. They're all in cages down in a campsite. Ludlow is giving his presentation uh about Jurassic Park San Diego. And that's when Nick, Ian, and Sarah they go down and open up all the cages, causing chaos in the campsite. And that's when Ludlow figures out that there are others there. There's 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 saboteurs here. Who's here? Yeah, we're not alone. God, I hate you, Ludlow. So if I can give you a little context about making, I can make you hate uh, Ludlow more if you'd like. More than I already So prior to when he mentions about going to collect his fee, um, uh, AJ and um, Roland find the Rex nest, and you see the baby Rex in there. First bit of trivia: when he first walks in. There's a para, there's a Parasaurolophus, an Elvis, corpse, right on the side of the tree, like it had been hunted. That was actually meant for a scene at the beginning of the movie. Someone was supposed to, a fishing boat was supposed to fish out like a corpse of like a dinosaur, and that was the corpse they were going to use. But they scrapped the scene and used it in that T-Rex nest scene. Ah. So, interesting bit there. Secondly, cool. you'll notice if, in the movie, um, then I'll wait, because you're going to come up to this next part. And, and it'll explain it. I can explain it, but go ahead. Uh, on the way back to on the, after releasing all these dinosaurs, they're on their way back to, Oh, so we get, so as all this craziness has happened, a truck explodes, flies into the air and almost kills Roland and AJ as it perfectly hits yep. in the spot. They're sitting in the tree. So that means it takes them out of the situation. So as Nick uh, and Sarah and Ian are going back to the trailer in the trucks, they hear, they hear a squawking. And they find a baby Rex trapped or in a trap, pretty much. No, Mm -hmm. not pretty much. He's in a trap. They take him out. He's wailing. Nick decides to bring him back to the trailer. And Ian is not okay with this at all. He is not okay with this. 
He's in the middle of calling, you know, he, he's trying to call the mainland to get them off the Island, but it's of course it's storming again. This is not a good place to be. There's always and hurricanes and storms. Spanish. Yes. And he doesn't speak Spanish. <laughs> that lady was giving he's, him the work for, though. He's uh, the t- the the baby Rex is squawking away, and Kelly is freaking out. She's she is yeah. not a fan of this. She's like, I need to go somewhere. Uh, somewhere I, I need to go somewhere high. So they decide they're gonna go hang out with Eddie and his high high. Yeah. And boy, this is one shot that is clearly a green screen. <laughs> no, it's terrible. This is a one scene where I was like, man, this looks bad. This, this where they're in the high high and it's supposed to be yep. like behind them is the the jungle the top of the jungle it you can it it doesn't look good it looks it looks well, pretty bad i just want to know how they got above all the other trees like was there one tree that was like <laughs> extremely <laughs> high? That high isn't the whole point is it supposed to be the tree that helps them yeah. get to that height but they're above everything fun fact is in the original novel and it was supposed to be in the movie the high hide was supposed to be attacked by uh, velociraptors, but yeah, they never. They yeah, never we don't. It, but yeah, we don't get to see them for a while. Nope. We then cut back to the trailer where Nick and Sarah are f- trying to fix up the the baby Rex, and I love it where she's just like she pulled out her hand because she he's chewing gum and he just spits in her hand. He's like, no, the gum, you <laughs> idiot. <laughs> <laughs> well, see. Now I could do my other fun fact here, because did you ever ha- wonder how the, the Rex got its leg broken? Was it in the, because of the trap? No, it actually wasn't a trap. They had caught the T-Rex because it was just a baby. Oh, yes, male. and they were trying to lure the the parents back so he could shoot the he could yeah. shoot the, the, so, the male. Well, they caught it, and wh- while you would think it was Roland that did it, it actually wasn't Roland. It was a scene that was, it was filmed. It was not used. There's actually publicity shots of it. Ludlow, while it's in the trap, is talking to uh, Roland, Falls on the Rex and breaks its leg. Oh, it's because he's a because he's an idiot. Because you see him, he drinks a lot in the movie. You yeah, notice he's, he's yeah. got clearly got an alcohol problem. That and he's but probably yeah. super stressed because he probably doesn't even want to be there. No, he's, he's a dumbass. He's so. he he just wants to like he's got to make an appearance, you know. Yeah, like they just caught him. to Like, okay, we're gonna catch so the baby doesn't oh, go anywhere. Man. Why did they the gotta show me? I the hate when they cut those things, and then you don't understand mm-hmm. because for the longest time, I thought that the Rex, the baby Rex, got hurt from the trap. But then yeah, I realized well, it's not a trap because they're just trying. They don't want the baby. They want the adult. They want he wants the yeah. male. Yeah, yeah, that's all he wants. It's so. pretty much just chained to something. Well, there's also right. another scene at the very beginning of the movie. This is now. Here's a really interesting bit. There's a scene at the beginning of the film that was initially meant to be shown in theatrical re- releases, but never was shown on thea- in any theatrical cut, any cut on DVD, but it was shown on TV runs of the movie. I've seen this clip on the internet. It's actually of Roland before he jo- joins them in South Africa. Yes, I've seen the scene gives, yes, where he fights the guy. Cre- yeah, it gives more credence to his character. Yes. Like, he's not just a dick. Like he's he's got he stands for things. He's a good character, but it's all cut out, and it would help them him as a character in this film, as well as the Rex leg being finding out that was uh, roll uh, t- uh, the other guy Ludlow. Ludlow that did it. I don't want to see T. Would uh, yes, I was gonna say there was a bunch of del- like scenes that they because we talked about this on a, a sh- like probably during the MonsterVerse shows. I do podcast. remember you talking about how like the TV version of this movie shows all those deleted scenes. Well, at, at least the one with Roland. I don't know about like there's there's um, 
uh, publicity shots of the scene where the T-Rex gets his leg broken by Ludlow, but though I don't think there's any actual yeah. known clips to exist of it. That's lame. Nick and Sarah are f- trying to fix up the Rex, and it's it's squawking. Nick puts a belt around its mouth to, to kind of quiet it down. Yeah. We then cut back to Malcolm, Kelly, and Eddie up in the high high, and that's where we hear the trees rustling, and they are snapping. And we just look down. This is a better shot. I don't know how you went from a, a really bad like green screen shot from like when they're looking straight at them, and then you look, and then they show the shot of the tree line as it's yeah. just moving, and you're like, "What the hell is that?" And that's when <laughs> that's when Malcolm's like, "I got to get back to the trailer now." So Kelly, you're gonna stay up here. I'm gonna I'm gonna just shoot my way down there. Get back to the trailer. Hopefully before these giant dinosaurs get there. Don't know how he got back before the T-Rexes got there, but yes, they're T-Rexes that are going after the baby. Well, yeah, that's actually, I like that scene because they're like talking and um, Malcolm's trying to calm down Kelly and he's like, she's like, I heard about your story. He's like, oh, this is nothing like that. And then you hear the T-Rex roar in the distance. Yeah. I love that scene. And then when he goes down, Eddie has some of the best lines, by the way, in this whole movie. And he like when he goes down, he's like just falls, boom, 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 through all the trees. Like, yeah. God, I could have squeezed a little harder. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's so good. He so yeah, so Ian somehow gets to the trailer before the Rexes do, which is mind boggling. Even with even though he had a vehicle, I'm guessing. There's no way. Yeah. I feel like those Rexes had a good good distance between them. Ian oh, yeah, gets back yeah. to the trailer. He's pretty much like, we need to get we need to the baby needs to go. We got to, we got to put it back outside. And then that's when we get the Rexes, both of them. There's two in this one, guys. We got one in the last one. We get a twofer in this one. Actually, we get two and a third because we got the baby yeah, too. That's true. Love it. So you get both, you get one Rex, uh, looking into the window from one side and then you get, uh, the other one, peeking in from the other side and then you get the cool like slow open where it like opens its mouth and does the light like the the smaller roar it's not like the full roar it's great so they're like okay i think it's time to let the baby out so they take the the belts off of the baby's snout and they pretty much gently put the wreck baby rex back with the parents but the parents are like nah we know there's food in there it's time to feed it with the baby's got to eat the rex uh the rex's tag team and pretty much flip the trailer a bunch of times and then they proceed to push the trailer over mm-hmm. the side of a cliff. Half of it. Yes. You get and you get one one half of it is hanging out and the other one is propped up slowly squeaking its way off. Fun yeah. fact, uh this scene was actually filmed on the side of a parking garage at the Universal really? at, I believe at, on the Universal lot. The only way I knew this was from watching another show where a guy, the, the guy who hosts the show worked or parked his car in that, in that lot, like way yeah. after the movie was made. And he's, and he was told that they filmed that scene there. Oh, that makes sense. And you could actually like, you could actually be like walking down the street and see the stunt performers or whoever, if, even if it was the actual actress hanging from the, the wire. No, that's cool. Yeah. So that's all happening. And Eddie is like, well, I got to go now too. So he leaves Kelly all alone in the high, high. Yep. Hops in his cool Mercedes SUV, drives down to where the trailer once was and where all that. Well, actually, we get the scene where the car, where you just see the car fly by. Like it's just bounces. And that's when you (laughs) see the Rexes. Yep. He pulls up. Yeah, he pulls. uh, He's got a 
pretty much uses winch to try to pull this trailer back up. It's a very tough task, but Eddie is determined to do it. He slips a couple times. It kind of reminds me of the scene with Nedry as he's trying to winch his way out of his situation. It kind of, you know, it's in, it's raining, it's muddy. He slips a couple times, but Eddie's a better he character than so Nedry. shit on dude. Yeah, it's so shit on. Eddie is such a great character. And man, yeah. Steven Spielberg is like, we want we want to make people we want to put some tears in people's eyes and say, watch this. Yeah. This great character just get oh, just destroyed. So Eddie wraps the winch around uh, the trailer, wraps it around the tree, and he gets in his car and he is going gung ho. Actually, he gets into the trailer first and he asks, "Like, what's ever is everybody okay? What do you guys need?" He's like, "We like a triple cheeseburger." And I'm like they're like making an order yeah, for a McDonald's order. Yeah, yeah. I, need, I need three double cheeseburgers, no onions on mine, and an apple turnover. <laughs> <laughs> we do that at work. That's so. great. Uh, Eddie gets in his gets in the car and he is pedal to the metal trying to get this trailer back up he starts to get it back up and that's when the rexes show back up and poor eddie eddie is still determined the the fact that eddie is still determined to help his friends as he's being attacked by not one but two massive t-rexes is (laughs) just shows that eddie is amazing the rexes weapon out but it's like it's yeah it's like jam there mesh on the seat yeah the rexes uh pretty much swipe at his vehicle with their heads causing a lot of damage to the vehicle. And then one, the one T-Rex grabs him, picks him up by his legs, th- tosses him up in the air. One grabs his legs. One grabs the, the front or the top part of his body and they just rip him in half. Yeah. Make a wish. And he gets the worst death of anybody in this movie by a landslide. But, Told you his was a lot uh more painful than so Nedry. actually i should back up a little bit because i before this is when sarah falls she falls onto the glass yeah the glass and that's scene, when ian and that's when ian grabs her backpack her lucky pack and he and he's like you gotta grab it you gotta grab it as she's slowly trying to inch her way up the glass is all cracking underneath her and he's like grab you gotta grab it and because eddie died there's no one driving the car which means there's nothing keeping the trailer from sliding so after Eddie is killed, the trailer goes over. And right as the trailer is about to go over, that's when she or no, right as the glass is about to break, she grabs the lucky pack. And then that's yeah, when everything the, the satellite phone falls. Yes. Yeah. And then and, that's yeah. when we and then the glass breaks. She grabs the lucky pack. The trailer then slides through as they're holding onto a onto the cable that Eddie had thrown yeah. over. So even though yeah. Eddie was killed, he was killed he was still a hero because he is the one who threw the rope that they were yep. holding onto uh, when the trailer falls over. So Eddie, you did a good deed. Yeah. Good. I, I remember hearing, I know you said that definitely Steven Spielberg was like, you want to give the worst death to, you know, to Eddie to a, good, a good to, a, to a good character. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I, I always, I'd also heard it was the same thing. They wanted to make it. So make it seem like nobody was safe. doesn't matter what you did as a character. You just, you know, you're like, you could die from anything in this movie. So. Exactly. I feel like that was kind of like Muldoon in Jurassic Park. Like he was yeah. a very loved. He was, a, you know, I think a lot of people liked him in yeah. the demeanor he had. And then, but he also had that poetic justice where the Raptors, you know, end up killing him, which was perfect. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So RIP Eddie, they get helped up by the, by Roland and his crew. Um, yeah. And Ludlow is also there because he has to be there. Of course. 
yeah. And then we get the this is like a this is like Jurassic Park meets Lord of the Rings. When so we just get a walking montage of just people just yes. walking, we get great interactions between the two groups because of course one group is doing bad things and the other group is trying to prevent them from doing bad things. And uh, the the group also find the one group finds out the other group sabotaged them pretty much, yes, letting yes. all the dinosaurs out. <laughs> Yeah, that's why what Nick gets into a fight with Dieter. Yeah. Yep. Over that. They get to a certain spot of the forest. They're going to decide to take a break. And Dieter, uh, he, he's got to go take a piss. So he goes away. Oh, and he okay. tells his friend. Yeah. Uh, what was Carter. 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 But he's listening to his headphones. He's got some sweet old uh, Spanish music going on in his ears. Some sweet tunes. I would like to state, I believe, yes, Carter was actually played by a Hispanic individual. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was. So no, no whitewashing here. No, just just AJ, <laughs> or, 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 just AJ in yeah, this movie. Yeah, that was it. So yeah, I Carter. Joke. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I love the joke that Roland makes about the the T Rex is not being hungry. Predators, <laughs> predators don't hunt when they're not hungry. You're talking about Eddie. That's not yeah. funny. The man deserves some respect. Yeah. He sacrifices. He saved our lives by giving his. Well, his troubles are over. <laughs> He's just, he's a dude, and there's, okay, I gotta say, it's one of my favorite lines from the movie is, um, uh, Roland, it's after the, after the whole scene of the, you know, then goes over the cliff, but before they stop with the Carter and Dieter thing, it's where Nick Van Owen is talking to Roland, and he says, you look like you got a lick of sense, what are you doing here? And he explains this whole, you know, the greatest predator ever lived, the T-Rex, uh, is back, and the second greatest hunter has to bring him down. And he's like, why, why would you do that? Why, you know, whatever. And he's like, in my, it's, um, remember that chap? It was about, at this time, 20 years ago, he said he climbed Mount Everest, came down frozen, nearly dead. And people asked him, why, uh, was it? Climb Mount Everest with no oxygen. With no oxygen, came down, down nearly dead. And they asked him, why did you go up there to die? And he said, I didn't. I went up there to live. And it just kind of builds some more, like, bolsters his character more. Yeah. And then, and then, uh. Uh, what's his name? Ian and uh, Ludlow have a conversation telling him he's a piece of crap and he'll never be Hammond. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Kara. Just slaps him right in his manhood. Back to Carter. So yeah, so so he Dieter tells Carter he's gonna he's gotta go take a piss. And but Carter can't hear him because he's enjoying some sweet tunes. Yeah, that's right. Uh Dieter so if we back up a bit, just a quick note, Dieter was blamed for the dinosaurs getting released. He was in yep. charge of making sure nothing happened. And Dieter's also an alcoholic. You could tell Peter Stormare oh, or, God, or Peter yes. Stormare just always looks like a, an alcoholic in this movie. Yeah. And in he every did, movie. He did, uh, he did zap that He's coffee got, at the yes. beginning of the food. Yep. Yeah. He goes down to take a piss and he, in the middle of the deed, he, a compie pops up on the log and stares at him and he thinks, oh, well, I got this cool little tiny a cattle prod i'm gonna beep, i'm gonna get him and he does but then a bunch of them show up and boy this he, is great uh he chases it a little bit it falls and he falls and that's when they all show up yeah hey, and, carter got turned around in here he's yeah. Lost. yeah and then he can't find his way back so he's yelling for carter who still can't hear him no one can hear him Carter yeah. can't hear him, and he's wearing headphones but yeah <laughs> there's other people who aren't wearing no headphones way. no one <laughs> hears him screaming uh, he is getting chased in the river by the compies, uh, and he then you get the first attack on him, which is great because it's not CG. 
the first yes. tech. It's all practical copies like on that they've yep. placed on him to look like they're attacking him. And they they're like literally they got a skin in his mouth, like they're like it's his moving lip. their heads. Yeah. Oh my god, he when he pulls when he grabs the compi and pulls it off his lip, man, that hurts oh, me. Yes. It hurts me it's every so time good. I watch it. It just I was like, oh gosh, they ripped his lip. They have a great sound effect too when he yes. pulls it off. Yeah. Oh. So he throws some rocks or he then gets them all away. They all run I love how they all run away, but then they turn around and they just stare at him. He's like, I'm ready for more. <laughs> they throw <laughs> he's like throwing rocks at him and kicking shit. <laughs> Yeah. And then, he, yeah, because he lost his gun, his yep. weapons. Yeah, he lost his stuff. Later. He then gets attacked, swarmed by a bunch of them again. He uh, then climbs over a log, and that is the end of Dieter. As you find, you see the blood uh, go down the river, indicating his death. Fun fact: it's just desserts. That is very close to how Hammond died in the original novel. He died by compies. Yes, falling down into a riverbed. We then, uh, ooh, they. So pretty much where they're all walking to is they got to go to an abandoned in-gen base because they got to call for help because none of the communications are working. So that is where they're going. Uh, They camp out uh, at, I I guess, a a dried up riverbed. That's that's something like that. I don't remember. I don't remember it. Because they... they, A lot of rocks. Roland tells him to go forward. Oh, because he goes and looks for Dieter. Yeah, because it was it was him, AJ, and I think Carter go with him to go look for Dieter, and he tells the rest of the group they, to go on to a certain point. Stop. And they find him, don't they? Like they yeah, state they the, that they find him. Only the pieces they didn't like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dude, Roland, <laughs> Roland is straightforward. He don't. Yeah, it's yeah. like he doesn't grieve. He just he's just like he does not, we found we found him, but only the parts that they didn't like. Yep. Oh, that's so good. I wrote something down and I don't know. What it is. <laughs> You're not drunk yet, are you? I just I've been drinking Coke. I don't know what that is. I guess it's rolling group come back. Yeah, the pieces they find pieces. Talk about something. Village? Oh the village. Village. That's what they call it? As a village? Well, they stop at a river, but that's where they're trying to go is the village because it's all geothermal powered. Right, right, right. They have comms equipment in theory. So, yeah, so they camp out at this riverbed or whatever the hell it is. uh, And Sarah has a, or we see, does it, I'm trying to remember exactly what happens first. Is Sarah, is it show Sarah and Kelly in their tent first? Uh, Yeah, they're, they're talking, they're talking about what to do next. Then it cuts to them. Well, Malcolm's walking around and, I mean, you see people sleeping, but Malcolm's walking around and all of a sudden he sees and feels footsteps and he sees the ripples in the, and then it cuts to her and her eyes shoot open and she looks up and sees her jacket that she had on with the blood. It's covered in the baby Rex blood. And they've been eating food. Right. So so she like tries to get it all, you know, uh, hid before it comes. Which which I I don't think. They bring up, they bring up about when they stop for, for when Dieter goes to take a piss, they stop and roll and ask if if she's hurt because he knows blood left behind. Right. Yeah, and which which her being an animal behavioral a behavioralist, I, there's a term I can't remember. Um, you should she should know she, she should get rid of that vest. She should have dumped it a long time. Yeah, because she she mentions that uh, it's the T Rex's blood and it's not drying in the humidity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We so yeah we she hides everything. She sees the silhouette of the of the of the Rex head outside the tent, but then the Rex pokes its head through the opening of the tent, which Ew. is which is great because <laughs> it's another practical effect. It's great. Imagine <sighs> imagine just laying there and like we got to put this nine ton dinosaur head into this tent. 
Hopefully oh, it doesn't that's, fall on you. <laughs> that's scary. That's, that's terrifying. The Rex, uh, they, she's trying not to react. So Sarah sees it first and then Kelly sees it and she's going to scream and yeah. Sarah covers her mouth and it's Carter who causes everything to go yeah. down because he wakes up, he sees the rise, he's like, and he yells, oh, I had it in my in my trivia, too, about what he screams. Yeah, I don't know. That one, I, I was always wondering what he screamed, but I don't know Spanish or... Yeah, I had I had it, too. Yeah, the Carter screams, you know, which then causes the Drex to react, which, she, which the Rex lifts up. It's got the tent still on its head. It yeah. shakes it off, and then we get the, everybody running. Now, the, the Rex that pokes its head in the tent is the male, right? I think. I lose track of him in this because scene, it's dark. Because the Rex that chases the everybody is the female. Yeah. Because, yeah, then we get this, because then we get Roland putting the tranks in his gun, and then he ends up, sh- and then he, he's going to, sh- and then you see the, the, the male is kind of just walking around. He tries to shoot it. But he has no bullets in his oh, gun. Oh, right, because bastard. Nick, because yeah, because yes. Nick sabotages him. Because yes. he's that Earth first bastard. Yep. <laughs> Which I would like to let you know, like pulling an actual shell, like a projectile out of a shell, is not that easy. So he must have really like worked to pop those out. But anyway, yeah, because he gets rid of his shotgun and side by side and grabs one of those trank dart guns. Yeah, and and then you just see the males kind of just walking around in that area yeah, yeah but the female so the female oh, is the one that is chasing when carter dies no, yes no. yeah no it's in the chase carter is they are running carter trips he falls in a puddle and the rex steps on him and she as she lifts her foot carter is still alive under his stuck. foot and then she steps on him again and, and then it kills him yeah yep <clears throat> r.i.p carter yeah oh carter. so uh, what Carter screams uh, at the sight of the T-Rex uh, is Matalo, which I probably mispronounced that, which is kill him in Spanish. Oh, interesting. So after that, the, the female continues to chase everybody. They they run into a waterfall, which I have no idea how they knew there was that much of an opening in this waterfall. But there is. So everybody's in there. We got random characters that nobody knows. We got Burke, Malcolm. Sarah. Malcolm's oh, no, not no, Malcolm's yet. not there yet. Malcolm's right, 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 right. So, and the Rex uh, pokes her head through, and that's when we get the licking, where she li- she's yeah. like licking. Oh, man. Like, is that necessary? Yeah, because yeah, it's the blood on the jacket, too. Yeah. But he's licking her face. Yeah, well, it's, yeah. it's, it's, like, it's, it's got a big head. It's just kind of flailing its tongue around. I think. We, we then turn to Burke, who is standing next to her, and a snake slithers down his shirt, causing him to freak out, which then causes him to run out of the waterfall. And then he gets, oh, you hear the crunch as he's oh, grabbed the by blood. the Rex and the blood waterfalls. Everybody's screaming. And then they think they're, they're like, it's coming back. And then that's when Malcolm runs through the waterfall. Yeah. You would think that a guy that is so obsessed with dinosaurs would not be scared of a snake, but I'm wondering if he was more worried that it was a poisonous snake. snake. He might have known it was a venomous snake. I didn't know. I didn't pay attention to the colors on it. It Because it was it was black. uh, Was it black and yellow or red? It was black, black, yellow, and red. Was the black next to the yellow or the red? Oh, see, I don't know. Because if it's if it's red and black, it's front of Jack. It's red to yellow. Kill a fellow. General consensus. After everybody escapes the waterfall. They all venture out. We have our we have two two crews now. It's back to Ian, Ian, Sarah, Kelly and Nick are together. And then we have Ajay and a bunch of just random characters that don't have names running through the tall. The first we get that group running through the tall grass. And that's when we get don't run into the long grass. Don't run into the long grass. 
us. Oh, God. And he throws his backpack. And that's when we get. This is a great way to introduce the Raptors in this movie. So good. good. You just see you just see the grass moving. And then you get the overhead shot where it's they're all in like a line walking straight through this this long grass. And then the Raptors are all just swarming them. And that's and when you get the sides. guy with his helic. Yeah, his, yeah. And then you got the first guy with his flashlight turns around. It's just a rap just leaps out of. Yes. Oh, my God. And people are just getting like it's one of those things where you don't see the Raptors. You just the people are just getting ripped, ripped down and dragged through the grass. Oh, so and great. Then everybody kind of like scatters. Yeah. Which is worse. Yeah. Raptors just pick them off. And then oh. uh, Malcolm, Sarah and Kelly are right after them. And. Man, these raptors clean up well. The only thing that was left was Ajay's backpack. They're like, oh, this yep. is Ajay's backpack. He wouldn't have just left this here. As, as we well, see in the yeah, prior he, scene, he just tosses it. Yeah. So they, so they run uh, through the tall grass. They get to the abandoned in-gen station, and pretty much they're like, all right, Nick is going to, he's got to go to the radio room, the control room, and he's got to try to radio out to get you know mm-hmm. people here. Because uh, did, did, now, now this is the part I, I don't fully remember. Malcolm either hurt himself or it's his leg injury from the first film acting up. Uh, he says something about his leg. Well, they slide down that embankment. That is that where he does? Yes, he when goes, he's Ow. yeah, when he slides oh, down. Man. But it could have been. I mean, you could be right. But he, he could was have... limping before then because when they were leaving from their break, Kelly asked him to bury her, and he's already limping. Uh, so this probably is his leg injury from the first movie. Which is which is great that they. It's a good that they didn't. Yeah, they did. They didn't ignore a big piece of Malcolm's character in the. First they don't film. like throw it in your face. But no, you could, like pay attention to the the his mannerisms. Yeah, good call, dear. It's great. Like that. So they get to this abandoned station. Nick goes to the radio room to try to call for help and that's when we get our second raptor encounter and the first raptor encounter for malcolm kelly and sarah as the raptor leaps onto sarah's backpack and sarah rips it off her and they start running that's when we get the face off between malcolm has his raptor he's fighting against and then sarah and kelly have their raptor they're fighting against there's two or three he has one and she has two Okay. Her and Kelly up too. I want to say there's actually a callback to a joke earlier in the movie because when they're coming up to the radio station, Ian's like Nick, Nick Vano. Yeah. <laughs> like why does he say his whole name? <laughs> I love it because I don't know. It's just a callback it's to a the great joke callback. at the beginning. Yes, it is. It's fantastic. So you wouldn't even notice if you're not paying attention. But good stuff. Right. So the rest of them are getting attacked by raptors. Uh, Malcolm is on his own. He he's getting thrown through a bunch of windows. He's got glass sticking out of everywhere. That's just so much oh, glass. He gets the grace. The thing is, is he gets like boot. Uh, this one scene always baffled me. He gets like booted out the side of this building through the window. And it sounds like he rips ass. I didn't notice that. Then he runs. <laughs> then he runs into the car. Is an international scout too. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he runs into the. I can't help <laughs> he it. runs into the truck, and that's when the raptor like freaking it like cause, makes a hole in the window, and then starts pushing its snout through as it's trying to get out. I'm like, this raptor's a psycho. Like well, this raptor. Well, look what he did before. He jumps through the glass window of the, <laughs> of the gas station. He knocks him out. He runs around and jumps through the other glass window when he could have gone through the window that was already broken out. Yeah. He's just metal. Yeah. Well, he, they are, but he's just metal. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Kelly and Sarah are locked in like a shack. They are being attacked by two and they're trying to dig their way in, uh, which is a really cool effect. They got the, you could see the raptors literally like, digging through and they're like trying to squeeze themselves through a lot of thought a lot of thought in this 
But this is when it yep. becomes, this is when it goes from like, ooh, that's really cool to what the fuck is this? So <laughs> the raptors start climbing up the side of the building inside. They finally get in. They go start, the, they do their crazy jumps because they can jump like 10 feet in the air. They get up there and that's when Kelly's like, I'm going to do my gymnastic routine. And you're like, oh, come huh? I know. This is she grabbed, stupid. Good. She grabs the bar to start her routine before the raptor is in the spot <laughs> it's supposed to be at when she finishes the routine. I just, like, what are you? They're like, okay, yeah. she's gymnastics. She does gymnastics. We have to incorporate it in the movie. Why here? I just love, I just imagine the raptor go, what the, what the fuck is she doing? Because <laughs> well, he's like looking does. at her like, uh, Okay. Is and this something things do? <laughs> she kicks the raptor out of the window, I've causing it to this before. <laughs> got getting it impaled. So that's one raptor down. We then get Sarah climbing out the roof and she is attached to those like shingles, like those weird like clay. Yeah. Like shingles. Like like yeah. A, like they're like Hispanic style houses. They have yeah. like the, you see them a lot in like, like Florida or Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah tropical regions I, I need to mention i did squeak i need to mention this something that's really stupid about the gymnastics scene all right let me i hate th this is the one scene in the movie like they just should just cut out like if there was ever like jurassic like lost world jurassic Park, the dan cut this would be like gone <laughs> like this scene would just be gone instantly okay uh so when she swings to kick the dinosaur through the wood all right she's a teenage girl right very slim built teenage yeah. girl yeah she can't weigh very much no Probably around the 100-pound range, give or take a little bit, right? Um, this dinosaur is heavy, several hundred pounds oh, at least. Definitely. Probably three, four hundred yeah. pounds. Yeah. When she hits that dinosaur, she should she would not have retained her momentum. No. To knock that dinosaur through the wind, the wood that she did, she literally would have let go and just thrown her entire weight at that dinosaur. And she would have hurt herself in the process. It was I know it's a movie thing. It but. was literally just, hey, remember when she talked about gymnastics for three that seconds in the in the beginning of this movie? Yeah, we had to throw back to that. It's like, well, no, you didn't. It's stupid. Well, what they could what they could have done that was better is like have um sarah start climbing up and kelly's like oh i'm a gymnast i can do this and used her gymnastics to climb up and be like i'm more effective at climbing because i know how to gymnastics up the bars and not kick the dinosaur i'm just saying <laughs> it's stupid i know yeah it's ahead, very stupid we get uh so yeah so sarah is climbing out of uh, climbing off the roof she ends up the the raptor one of the raptors gets there too and she's pulling the the shingles down causing it to fall which then it falls right next to the other raptor, which then causes both raptors to start fighting each other. It's it's great. Once all that happens, they all run away, uh, and there's a helicopter, and that's when Nick is like, hey, over here! There's a helicopter. They all hop on the helicopter. They fly away. And as they fly away, though, they see a big old Rex inside of, like, this weird cage thing. And that's when we go down to ground level where Roland is sitting next to the Rex. And uh, Ludlow walks up to him and is like, well, it looks like you got your prize. And then he's this is when you first see emotion from uh, from Roland because Ajay died. So yeah, he was he, he was sad. He was sad that Ajay's dead. Um so it, it, it wasn't fully worth it. And instead of killing the Rex, he tranks it, which means the Rex is going to go back to Jurassic Park. Yeah, and it, it kind of shows what he cares about most, because obviously he wanted to be there hunting. But like, even though he got what he wanted, his friend died and he's like, yes. this wasn't worth it. Yeah. Like, this was not even remotely worth it. The yeah. helicopter ride is where you find out that uh, Nick. Nick took yep. He drops. He drops. Yeah, he he drops them. Yep. So then I hate that, we turn to the second to the final part of this movie. 
to the third act, which is our adventure in San Diego, which means bye, Kelly. Bye, Nick. We don't see you anymore. Fun fact. The ending was supposed to be entirely different. Oh. The ending of this if this movie was originally supposed to have Sarah riding a motorcycle being chased by Velociraptors, which may sound similar to, to something a, that happens in a later movie. Yes. This was supposed to happen. And the rest of the group was supposed to get to the village that they had just departed from, and there was supposed to be a scene involving pterosaurs in the second movie. Hmm. But he decided to change that and went with the san diego scene so we are now in san diego california where ludlow is giving a another just awesome speech to this group of investors or whatever the frick they are and they're Big waiting brick. they're waiting on a ship to come in which the ship uh pretty much i don't know if they say that the ship has the rex and the baby rex but not specifically but i mean ludlow knows what's going on but they don't like announce announce right. what's so they walk. So um, Ian and Sarah show up to this to this whole thing, and they try to get in, and they pretty much are like, "Hey, you know, we want to talk to Ludlow." So their security guy brings them there. But then we get a guy come out, and he's like, "Hey, I need you to come see this. The radar is weird. There's a there's a ship coming, and it's coming really fast. And that's when you get the the this guy's voice is great." When he's calling, he's mm-hmm. like engine four two something, whatever the call was. As the oh, sh- yeah, it's, it's like you need to though. reduce your speed, and that's when we're out in the dock, and you can just see it's like what is going on. It's like probably should get out of here. That well, yeah, that's what Malcolm Malcolm car. and say, yeah Malcolm is there's like yeah we should have stayed in the damn car. As the and ship L- pops out of nowhere and just blasts through the dock. Yeah, Ludlow doesn't say shit. He tries to sneak out before yep. the boat gets there. Yep. He knows what's Brad. going. He knows what's going just down. Yeah, so he does that. The boat crashes into the dock causes a lot of damage and then Roland and, or sorry Ludlow and a just a random guard I guess they climb aboard yeah. to see what happened and there is just body parts everywhere what caused this dude that's what I want to know the the Rex and the baby are in the in the cargo hold were there is there other were there other dinosaurs on this this never gets explained no that's one knows problem. what happened <laughs> No, they, they actually they explain in the movie after this scene that the Rex was brought back on the plane. The baby Rex, the the, uh, the oh. male adult, was the only one on the boat. So how? So, but 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 how? But I'm still it still my, doesn't answer anything. It doesn't. Here's my thought. Could it be pterosaurs? No, not pterosaurs. Not not in that. The pterosaurs more likely just to pick stuff up and carry it off. Uh, I don't know if this supposed to be a reference to the original novel. In the original novel, there's a scene where Velociraptors get on a boat, and I. Th- thought this may be a call to that which would make sense because velociraptors could have gotten onto a boat and done this kind of damage but there's no way a t-rex would have done that like no. he would have literally tore he would have had to tear the place apart either. yeah the whole cabin apart to get to I them just, i just i i don't I, I i didn't understand it it was it was it was kind of stupid it it, it was very pointless it was pointless you could have just cut. had the ship just dock normally and the people be like oh that was a fun ride and then the t-rex could still pop out like still do the escape but yeah. it was the fact that this, the the control to the cargo hold where the T-Rex was being held was in one of the hands, the severed hands of a crewman. And the guy, the dumbass guy's like, okay, I, I took it out of his hand. Now I'm going to hit the button. They took the cargo hold. There may be crew down there. Get everybody off the boat. <laughs> yeah, and as the, the, in the, in the guard, is, he's got the control in his hands. like, don't push the button, idiot. And that's what Malcolm's like, no, 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 no. Yep, and yep. he pushes the button, and that's what caught. And the Rex uses its head to plow its way out of the the cargo hold. It storms out, uh, it roars, does its thing, and uh, it's great because, well, actually, that's that's a little bit later in the scene. But then he goes up to the cliff, 
and you get the cityscape behind him and he does his cool yeah. roar over yeah. over the uh over the bay i like the male's roar in this because it's obviously not the same as rexy from jurassic park the original but it's a very deep like yeah. bassy roar it's very low and i, right. I like that because it kind of differentiates the different t-rexes yeah i like that too we then uh we then go back to malcolm and sarah where they're like okay we know what the rex wants the rex wants the baby so we got to get to the baby first and they know where the baby is that's jurassic park san diego so they got to drive that really nice car. What, what What is this car? It's a, a GTO. It's like a 68 GTO convertible. He asked you because yeah. he knows yep. you're going to I could be wrong on the specific year, but it's a 68 to set, 68 to 69 GTO convertible. 70 that different front end. What song are you saying? What song did you sing? Oh, Making Your Way Downtown. That's it. <laughs> Damn it. Working your way downtown. Oh, it's making man. my way downtown, walking slow because I'm a T Rex and I have short arms. Yeah, that's it. That's true. <laughs> it does itch. It itches itself. Yes. Yeah. Which is a which is a throwback to the nineteen thirty three King Kong where the T Rex does the same thing. Yep. Yep. Good call. I actually didn't I didn't catch that, but it does do that. Even though the T Rex in that movie is supposed to be a T Rex of thirty three, but it actually is more like an Allosaurus. But anyway, I, feel I have a figure. The, the, it's out there. The the remake made him more look like a T Rex. Oh, very much. Actually, so. to yeah, be honest, it kind of looks like a mi- like a mix between a T Rex and the Indominus Rex, even though that movie was ten years from from that. Just the way that the the structure the the head looked it is it's actually a oh it's a it's its own unique species it's a v-rex but i don't i can't remember uh the shootus rex or something like that it's a whole new one they made it very specific for that movie i'll look Mm. it up while you're talking so ian and sarah have to locate the infant at the attraction they retrieve it they have to use it to lure the male back to the docks so that was the whole reason why they go get the baby they want to get the male back to the docks back on the boat and get that thing out of here because this was a stupid idea. Yes. Oh, it's Vastatosaurus Rex is the name for the one from King Kong. Uh, it's the Rex is uh, it is. It's making its way downtown of uh, San Diego as it's storming through. It's taking it's biting the freaking street lights. It's yeah. <laughs> attacking buses. Very reminiscent to the uh the same the, the same motion that it uses in Jurassic Park uh, when it's chasing Muldoon, Ellie and Malcolm in the Jeep. Yep. Yeah. Knocking people over out uh we get the scene where the guy's running away and then he tries to go into the store and the rex gets him yeah, he's like he's, he's one of the producers he's like one of the writers for the movie oh yeah dude the way that dude died like stuck with me when i was with, like the gargling noise he makes after the second yeah. bite and i was like whoa like as a kid it just stuck with me i don't know why. and then of course then we get the go- are you go gonna ahead. are you gonna say the guys that are running the japanese guys run down the street yeah, the godzilla reference yes <laughs> yeah <laughs> and what does he say he's like i i left japan because of this or something isn't that what yeah, he's, I, he's, I left japan says, to get away from this yeah. or something yeah. Is what it says. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. We yeah. He the the Rex makes it to a house where you got the kid sees the Rex and he goes to tell his parents like, dude, like Alan Grant. <laughs> yeah. It's like dad. Like mom, dad. There's a dinosaur outside my window. It's a very. It's like a. We'll see that again in Signs when the girl's like, "Hey, there's something. There's an alien out." Or what did she say? There's something outside my window. Can I have a glass of water? Yeah, yeah. It's been a while since I've seen Signs. Signs is great. It is a good movie. So they don't believe it. They're are having an argument about is it the fish light? You're like, yeah, really? Yeah. Is this what kind of? Is this is the kind of argument you guys are gonna have? This marriage is clearly not working out well. <laughs> they look outside, and that's when the Rex has the dog, the the chain hanging out of its mouth yeah. with the with the dog house meaning the dog is dead r.i.p and the rex also took a had a nice drink out of the swimming pool philadelphia chlorine yep it's great we then they get to ian and sarah get to uh jurassic park san diego they get the baby and that's when we get the chase 
with the the mail and them driving away. That's when they pull into the gas station and the 76 ball rolls by. Yeah. Uh, I think he knows we're here. Well, because they were like, we need to make it. We need yeah. to we need to have it make noise so that he knows we're here. And then that yeah, happens. He's like, well, I think he knows we're here. Yeah. And they get the. Slow down a little, <laughs> they get, slow down a little bit, Ian. I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> and they're driving and the Rex is chasing after him. But I love the, the animal control vehicles that drive around the corner. Yeah, and then like, they just what reverse. What is animal control going to do? And they just reverse out that. of there. Even the cop cars. Oh man, this is this is great. It's so good. We then, uh, so then they park. They so I'm so you guess that they they release the ba- the the infant into the cargo hold because it shows Ian and Sarah jumping into the water. And Ludlow sees this because he's all whimpering, hanging out on the dock with his feet dangling over, like I'm sad guy now. Give me back that infant. Yeah, he he goes down to the cargo hold to try to like pin the the baby. He's like, I got you now, little little T Rex. And that's yep. when Daddy comes in. He's like, Ooh, you want to learn how to hunt, baby T Rex? Here you go. <laughs> and he like, yep, it's great. Love this death. Well, see, th- then this makes more sense what the father T Rex does because he breaks Ludlow's leg. Yep. He broke the baby's leg, yep. which we didn't see, but it happened. Which, which and and cool. we also had a, a talk between uh, Malcolm and Ludlow before this actually happens about, you know, you're just, don't worry. You're just like him. Yeah. 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 Now you're like, now, yeah. now, now you're, now you're Richard, John Hammond. Yeah. 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 I said Richard Hammond. Like, no, that's wrong. <laughs> so the Rex, so the, the, the adult Rex injures Ludlow, which then gives the, the baby Rex an opportunity to learn how to hunt, pouncing on him, killing him. And, yep. uh, and thank goodness this character's done. It only oh, took yeah. the whole movie. So, oh, I go ahead, go ahead. so after that, we get Sarah uh, with her trank gun. She shoots a, uh, a dart into the Rex's head, and we get the last roar before the door shut on top of him. My and, daughter was so concerned, dude, during that scene. She's like, is it going to shoot the big dinosaur? I'm like, no, 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 buddy. <laughs> She's going to shoot him with a dot needle, and it's going to make him fall asleep for a while until he gets home. <laughs> I had to explain all that to her. What about the baby? Like, they're not going to hurt the baby. It's, the it's, baby's it's fine. okay. It's okay. <laughs> it's going to He's gonna eat that creepy man down there. It's fine. <laughs> we uh, so to help him sleep. We then right. see Kelly. Uh, we actually Kelly's back. We get to see Kelly one last time, hanging out with Sarah mm-hmm. and Ian uh, as they are watching TV. They're watching the news of the ship being brought back to Isla Sorna, which the Costa Rican government has now turned or has now converted into a nature preserve. So pretty yep. much you can't go there. You can't hunt. You know, it's so leave it to the dinosaurs. OK. And then you get Hammond saying, you know, trying to be inspirational, even though he's still a slime ball. Yeah, I, I still like the speech. I think it's a good speech. But yes, he is. It fits. It fits for the end. If it, it, it fits for the ending of this movie. Yep. It's a damn shame. It's the last time he does that, too. Mm-hmm. And uh, that is the end of The Lost World. <laughs> Jurassic Park. We got to see the T Rexes together and the baby T Rex. Oh, that's right. Yep. Yep. As he's making the the speech, we get the 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 great scene of all the dinosaurs kind of grouping together. The yep, the parent Rexes and the baby Rex, and and we get our first uh, we get our first pterosaur sighting. Yep. It's like, oh hey, and then you realize in the original movie they were supposed to be in it, and then they just show up at the end. Oh well, at least you get to see them. And that's when, and then it squawks, and then it that's the end of the movie. It needed to come in with the pterosaurs need to come in with giant signs on them that said, Hey, I'm not a dinosaur. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody thinks they're dinosaurs. They're not dinosaurs. But anyway, it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. So what are our final thoughts? We have any final thoughts before we, uh, we end the show tonight about the lost world Jurassic yeah, Park. Stay. It's just very quotable. Listen, like, listen, so many it, quotes. Is. it is. If you're feeling it, it... <laughs> 
If you're feeling so qualified, you could just try flipping the switch to on. Yes. <laughs> more more Eddie Carr quotes. Oh, Eddie, <laughs> Eddie Carr's great. Uh, it's go ahead, go ahead. When he's trying to like home. Yeah. Give me something that will work. And he's yeah, like and he's like it. hitting it. He's like, yeah, keep hitting it. It's gonna it's gonna yes. work. So, Technology and violence, not yeah. good bedfellows. Yep. Uh, <laughs> which all the quotes you can tell. I adore this movie so much. Yes. But you finished. You need to. You need to say no, I, I love it. I'm the same. I, I like I said. I've seen this movie more than the original one. But the original one's a very close second to how many I've seen. This is my personal favorite movie. Though I do still do say the first one's a, a better film. Because this has its flaws. Ian, I like his character. I love all the characters in this. But Ian's, of course, a different character in this movie than he is in the first one. He still has his overarching themes, but he feels like a different character. And I'm assuming it's probably because of everything that happened on the island. I, I, I Outside of, like, just not being generally as good as the film i hold it very closely regards false qual as far as quality it's just not as good as the original i mean that's that's all i can say like it's got a few more issues i suppose but it's just not as good as the original but i still hold it binoculars very... the binoculars, the binoculars. i i really those... hope i can get that clip in when i edit this <laughs> are those heavy yeah though they're expensive put them up yeah. that's right it's first movie. Uh, yep <laughs> so uh for our rankings then is uh where are we putting lost world okay rank it next i know i feel like this is one of those series where it's the the first one is going to always be number one this is another jaws we're just like like we stated in the last episode jurassic park over here in its own little corner and then we just rank all the rest of them's on together because nothing is going to dethrone jurassic park so yeah so of course lost world's number two for me it's a very close number two i love this movie yeah oh yeah uh and to be honest, I feel like the next episode, it's it's going to be an easy, it's going to be another easy placement. So, <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's we're true. Yeah, let's just already put it there. It's not just. It's we're not still going to talk it's about it. Way down. It's there. a deep third. It's a deep third. Right. Oh. No, right. Oh, hey, I want to say one thing. There's one scene I wish would have been in this from the book, because um, they're not even in the movie at all. You don't even see them for three movies from now. Um, there's a scene in the book where um, they bring more of the genetic splicing into it, which they kind of forget. And this is actually a problem I have with the Jurassic Park series uh, as it goes on, is uh, the first one had a lot, but not as much as it should have. It gets less and less scientific as it goes on mm-hmm. until it comes back to Jurassic World. And it doesn't feel as much as the first one ever did. But anyway, the, in the second one, there's a scene where they're like in a, a base or something. I don't know, in the novel. And they're watch, it's raining and they're watching out in the trees and it's kind of dark. And somebody sees something move, looks like something's moved. Well, what it is, is it's two Carnotaurus, which of course are in the Fallen Kingdom. Um, it, but they camouflage themselves like chameleons. And you, they kind of like slowly drift in and out of color. They blend into the background and they come to their normal colors and stuff. And they're just like trying to sneak up on the humans. They know where they are, but it's like dark and it's raining and it's storming. And they like, it's just the characters catching subtle glimpses of them as they blend in and out of the background, which is, spoiler alert, where the Indominus got its camouflaging ability ah, from was originally that novel. Gotcha. So. Even though they'll explain so. that differently in the movie. Yeah. Well, which is, no, it's actually from the same thing. Like, oh, really? that's that's how the Carnotaurus do it in the book, because of the genetic splicing. They use oh, chameleon DNA okay. to fill the gaps in the time of Carnotaurus, so it got that ability to blend in and use camouflage like that. Okay. Cryptic coloration. Okay. That is, that's my biggest thing. That's the only thing I wish was it from the book in the movie, but other than that, it's, it's great. The books sound like they were a lot scarier they were they were and just way more way like of course i'm a big science guy but like real heavy science fiction which i don't blame them for taking a lot out of the movie because it would have gone like over 90 percent of the audience's head and most and if not most of the audience probably wouldn't even give a shit right so but with books you have to 
there there's stuff that you do have to cut out because if you didn't it would be an eight hour nine hour movie no 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 there's a reason i understand like these were handled well like they did a good job with what they did oh i agree all right everybody that is it for the lost world dress park that is going to be it for this episode i want to thank dan and ara for being here of course where can they where can people find you yeah where can we get found aside from our house oh don't come yeah don't yeah don't go to their house i don't like people at my house (laughs) Uh, i have to look it up because i had to make it funky what were our addresses (laughs) we are on twitch.tv slash dna underscore gaming one and we're on twitter it's the opposite yeah she streams more than i do anymore i'm kind of on like a long sabbatical but i stream occasionally and we do movie nights so our twitter is uh dna gaming underscore one okay all of these links will be in the description of the video so yes if you guys didn't get that you guys will be able to get all of their links down below make sure to like and subscribe on the video uh and comment on anything if we got anything wrong or if there's stuff that we forgot to add because i know that that's going to be a thing in the show is there are going to be you know trip you know if you got anything any facts or anything that we missed or maybe we missed a scene and yeah Please let us oh, know. Yeah. Please leave some nice comments. All right. We're, 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 I'm new to YouTube. So, you know, I don't oh. want to get discouraged right off the rip, you know? Uh, also, they have a- if we get to 100 subscribers on YouTube, we get our custom URL. So let's get to those 100 subs. Okay. So make sure to hit that sub button down below. There's going to be. takes a shirt off. Yes. Whoa. Yes. 100%. <laughs> Uh, and also in the future for the YouTube, we will be doing videos, shorter videos, uh, kind of maybe quicker uh, reviews that'll kind of be separate to this show. This will be this will be our longest show on the channel. Uh, we like I said, in the future, we're going to do like shorter shows and quick reviews and stuff like that. So look forward to that. Uh, also, we'll be dropping on uh, podcast services, uh, app, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Podbean. Make sure to leave us a review, leave us a score if you can, or a rating on those sites or whatever site you listen to our podcast on. They will be released every Friday, video form on YouTube and audio on podcast services. So I'm looking forward to it. Yes, those reviews really do matter for podcasts. They really, really do. Yeah. Say something. Oh, I was going to say you need to play Jurassic Park, uh, The Lost World on the PlayStation and Sega Saturn. It's a really good game. It's probably one of the better Jurassic Park games. There you go. Last thing. Uh, you can find me at Mind of Parker on Twitter, or you can follow the show's Twitter down below here at Dissect That Film. Also, uh, actually, there is no also. That's it, guys. <laughs> Thank you so much for being here. Thanks to you. I hope you enjoyed the show, and we'll see you all next week. Bye.